All right, we're recording. Got my show notes, my drink. I have my little Snickers. Dang. <laughs> the small one, though. Oh, but you're going to eat like four of them, though. I'm going to eat eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. They are. I know they are. Uh, on the Moran's recorder, the file number is 1060. And, sweetie, can you make sure we're recording online for our backup, please? Yeah. It's good to go. It's on. Ah, oh, sweet. Let's do a brindis. Salud. Mm, salud, mi amor. Huevo. Mm. <sighs> Very mm. good. <laughs> ¿Cómo estás, mi amor? Estoy bien vergón. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Así es. <laughs> claro que sí. Now, are you ready to give us a teaser trailer? Yes, I am. Okay. Whenever you're ready, send it. Welcome back, sexies. This is part three of three and the final installment in the series on how to set up your swinger playroom for success. In these three episodes, we taught you how to create a sensual sanctuary for your naughty swinger dates. But your playroom is not complete without this episode. Today, we focus on setting up the ultimate bar for your swinger parties and dates because you'll need libations for the relation. That's right, honey. <laughs> We're going to reveal the types of alcohol and mixers we bring for different scenarios whether it's a hotel overnight, a house party, maybe a visit to a swing club, all the way to a multi-day takeover event. The bars we create are all different and we'll show you how to be prepared for everything and anything. Okay, sexies, get ready to learn how to set up the ultimate bar for your swinger parties. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Mm-hmm, that's right, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back home to the Priory Society podcast. This is Isis, and I'm in the studio with my sexy Mexican husband, Eros. ¿Cómo estás, mi amor? Ya te dije, bien vergón, güey. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, vergón as in dick, right? <laughs> yeah, verga means cock. <laughs> so it's your big cocked. Like big dick. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not true. I know. It's just well, a fantasy. No, come on. You got plenty of dick. No, babe. it's just a fantasy. No, don't stop it. It's all in my head. <laughs> I just want to feel good. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to do? You know those t-shirts that say vegetarian yeah. on them and they have veggies on them, like the yeah. graphic of veggies? I want to make a t-shirt that says vergatarian. Right. Like, like, all you eat is dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love to eat dick. But you have dick vision. Yeah. <laughs> but only a few people will actually get what that means. That'd be good. Yeah, so that would be funny. I'll put a Priory logo on it. Ah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> all right, guys. In the previous two episodes, we discussed some psychological triggers and strategies that can help you get some sexy action on your play dates. Now, the series would not be complete without talking about setting up a good bar to make drinks, right? Mm -hmm. Because people will be coming up to your room because they like you, right? But Right, they wouldn't be there otherwise. Exactly. But really, the bar is kind of the centerpiece of the sensual sanctuary. It's, yeah, it sets the party off. Yeah, absolutely. It's where... Aside from the music. Yeah. <laughs> the other very important piece. Right. So the bar is super important because you know what? Drinks will help you get naked and naughty on your play dates. 
there are some people out there, like we talked about in the past episode, that need a lot of time to make that mental switch from right. being at home and work. Regular life. Exactly. And some of them need like a, a strong cocktail to get into vacation vibe. Right. The sexy mood. Exactly. So some people need that strong drink. Other people, they just like to drink socially. They might want to have one or two cocktails. Right. They don't want to get hammered. They just want to, you know, do right. a toast. Very smart. Yeah, I think that's a it's great way to go. smart to not drink a lot. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the other hand, there are many swingers who don't drink alcohol at all. Right. Whether it's health reasons or, you know, might, they might be taking a medication that interacts right. with alcohol and they can't have. Or Viagra. Yeah, or <laughs> that too. <laughs> Usually you know the guy who's like taking Cialis or Viagra. Yeah. Oh, I'm not drinking tonight. It's you like, could tell. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I, I, know what's, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. <laughs> so you are going to meet all kinds of people yeah. that drink at different levels in the lifestyle. Yeah. And you also want to have some good non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Some energy drinks. Oh, sure. Sodas, juices, things like that. Exactly. We're going to talk about it. We're going to list all of the things that we bring along some good ideas and give you the par so that yes. it's basically when you do inventory mm -hmm. at a bar, mm -hmm. there's always a par. Like you, we have um, four tequilas on deck, five vodkas on deck. Right. So we're going to tell you what we bring. Oh yeah. And we'll get there. Yeah. We have a lot to cover here. So yeah. So it'll be good. Yeah. And you need to have a good variety on hand because not only might you be in the mood for different drinks throughout the day, yeah. uh, you never know what your sexy friends are going to be into, right? That's right. Especially if they're strangers at a big takeover event yeah. that you've never met before exactly. and you don't know what they like. Right. So it's kind of cool to have a little bit of a variety. Even though if you are going to meet, it's also very smart to say, hey, party in our room. Yeah. Bring your favorite drinks from your room to sure. our room. Of course. And it'll be good to go. So yeah. that's so, a great way to do it. <laughs> so let's begin... By talking about libations, because you yeah. need libations for the relations. That's right. <laughs> Let's pop some bottles and pop them pussies. Dang. Right? <laughs> I love no, that. No, you do need libations for the relations. Oh, yeah. Which is the subtitle of this That's episode, right? right? <laughs> but you also need libations for the penetrations. Dang. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Well, you you do need drinks to complete the scene. You do. I mean. Shit, it, you need libations for the procreations. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to get pregnant. <laughs> Ignore my husband. <laughs> so today we are going to take the mystery out of setting up a bar and we're going to show you how to set up the ultimate bar in your swinger hotel room That's so right. that you can make, you know, pretty much any drink for any of your guests, whether it is a hotel room or a playroom or maybe a hospitality suite if you are hosting a larger gathering. Yeah. So we've done meet and greets at, in hotel rooms where it's a bigger suite. Right. Yeah. Well, when we do our listener meet and greets, mm -hmm. generally it's something like that. Yeah. But if you are a savvy listener and you're looking to entertain a large crowd, what happens at these large takeover events mm -hmm. is that when the pool party is finished, there's maybe two or three hours yes. in between the pool party and the night party. Right. So those critical moments are perfect for you to turn up some music, turn on some party bulbs and attract people to your room. Right. If you are feeling very social and if you're in an open house type of mood. Exactly. Yeah. You'll end up having a party. We frequently do that. We'll blast the music and everyone congregates in our room, which exactly. is cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we do it for social reasons. We don't care. We want to get rid of the liquor. I know. Right? <laughs> you may not be that person. Right. Because sometimes, believe me, we don't want people in our stuff. We don't want people in our room. I know. So it just really depends on the mood. Yeah, because some people, they want to, after the pool party, they just, they want to take a nice nap. Right, go and, to dinner and all Yeah, that. go escape from the property and go to dinner and then come back for the evening party. But you're going to find a lot of people during that transition time are looking right. to fill those three or four hours. They want to keep the party going. With some fun, yeah, for right. sure. And you may very well pull a sexy into your room 
mm-hmm. the party will continue, yep. which is ideal because <laughs> exactly. if you can go to the night party walking around like a well fucked duck, <laughs> you're going to be totally satisfied. You're I not going yeah. to have a, a face of desperation. Exactly. At I was going to say a look of desperation. Right. right? You're just yeah. going to be totally relaxed and you're really going to enjoy the party. Why? Because yes. you've already had your fun early on at about 7 p.m. Right. You're going to have this aura yeah. of being totally satisfied. Yeah. Totally sexed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Yeah. And if you have around two later at night, good. That's a bonus. Plenty of time to recharge. Exactly. Right. Yeah. From 7 to like 11 p.m. It's plenty of time for me right. to digest my mazapan and my <laughs> horchata and all the Mexican delicacies. Right. That I have. That's Get rid of the bloating for my Mexican sweet bread. There you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the bar is going to help you entertain some friends, whether it's during the day or that transition time or later at night. Yeah. And over the past two episodes, we really build value and give you reasons why you should consider transforming your room into a sexy scene. We put effort in. We do, yeah. And you guys also have to excuse us because <laughs> <clears throat> my voice is a little bit fucked up right now. And so is my ladies. I'm a little bit better now. but well, No, I'm way better too. Yeah. But just last weekend, we were doing a <laughs> seminar for 500 people. Mm-hmm. And we also attended the Fusion event in Las Vegas, right. the Swinger event yes. by Nadia Nolan's people. Mm-hmm. And we did a panel there. That's right. And we'll do a whole review on the event, by the way. But oh, sure. they didn't have microphones. Yeah, there was like no AV. Yeah, and so we were talking loud. And we're not the type of people to skate out and leave right away. We want to hang out and talk to everyone else that has questions. Naturally. So yeah. we're hanging out and we're just overexerting our voices mm-hmm. and got a little bit hoarse. But I mean, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we did a good job. I mean, we got into the psychological yeah. aspect of it all. We didn't even go that deep. We, there are several more levels, guys. Yeah, we kept it simple. We did. We kept it very easy to digest. Right. But for you guys listening in, if you liked that stuff, then you're going to love our course oh because God, we get yeah. deep into the modalities and why people think the way they think mm-hmm. and how you can basically talk to them and have them understand what it is you want. Right. Everyone has a primary modality, whether it's visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, gustatory. Exactly. And many of you are visual, but you're talking to an auditory person. Right. So you're saying things like, oh, doesn't that look great? And the auditory person's like, uh, sounds good, but yeah. looks, eh, maybe. Right. And so therefore, if you can't talk to them from a great root perspective, yeah. your communication is going to be flawed from the beginning. Exactly. And then you wonder why you guys aren't hitting it off with couples mm-hmm. because you're talking to them in a different code language right. than how they think. Exactly. So we're going to get into it. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed it because- it's going to get real fun real fast. Oh, yeah. And, and it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, I love that. And the beautiful part is you're probably already having a lot of fun in the lifestyle, but you're going to become even more effective. That's right. So watch out for that. Oh, yeah. All right. Now let's get into the main topic of this episode. Let's talk about your bar. Let's talk about drinks, what you need to bring with you, what you should bring for different scenarios. And if you're having a hard time trying to figure out what to take with you, because you might be thinking, well, I'm not a bartender. Right. I don't mix drinks. I might have a beer or I might have a glass of wine, but dude, I'm not going to sit there and make a bunch of fancy cocktails. Yeah. Well, sweetie, you had a really great way to help people remember yeah. what they could bring with them. Well, I wanted to put together a mnemonic device and I didn't know how to spell it. So I went online <laughs> and uh-huh. it said that it was a mnemonic device. It started with an M. It's a mnemonic device, a memory device. Yes. Like fear. False evidence appearing real, real right? Yeah. It's a device to help you remember stuff. Yes. Well, I wanted to come up with a hybrid because if you guys just remember the ingredients to a Long Island iced tea, you're going to be good. Yeah. 
So I have the recipe right here. Yeah, what's in a Long Island iced tea? It's very simple, guys. Vodka, gin, rum, tequila, triple sec. Okay? Mm -hmm. If you remember that, you're golden. Yeah. All right, so check this out. In a Long Island iced tea, you would fill up your shaker cup. Yeah. And you'd fill it with ice. And then you'd pour the alcohol in there. Right. right, and we already told you vodka, gin, rum, tequila, and triple sec. Yeah, and then you put a little bit of sweet and sour mix, and you can shake it if you want, mm-hmm. or you just leave it, just stir it. Yeah, you pour it into a cocktail glass or like a hurricane glass uh-huh. or something. Yeah, and then you splash it with Coca Cola for color. Okay, and you're good to go. Little lemon wedge if you want, or whatever. That sounds easy enough. Now the similar one is the adios motherfucker, where you just <laughs> put the blue curacao in it. Okay, right? yeah, but check this out. That's a funny one. Yeah, I know. Who wants an adios motherfucker? I do. Right? That's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. But number one is we do not advise you to drink Long Island iced teas. Right. You're going to get screwed up. Mm-hmm. And if you're giving Long Islands to your buddies yeah. and to your sexies, it's not going to be a good day. Right. Okay. They may just pass out on you or go to sleep on you or throw yeah. up on you. Yeah. Which is not going to be fun either way. Mm-mm. So here's the deal. Let's talk about the different bottles that we bring within the different bars that we assemble yep. at these events. Okay. Right. And so, by the way, guys, if you want to look at these pictures right away, you go to the show notes for this episode, mm-hmm. PriorySociety.com forward slash episode 33. Yes. And you'll see the pictures. If for whatever reason the pictures aren't there or whatever, go mm-hmm. to our Instagram. Look us up under Priory Society. Yes. And you're going to see a ton of pictures because we upload our bar pics. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're all, they're all there. Yeah. And so you're going to see all the different posts of our different types of bars, mm-hmm. level one, level two, level three. Yeah. And it'll be good to go. So let's talk about this. The first thing you want to do when you're at parties and when you're talking to a prospective sexy couple yeah. that you're interested in right. is you want to be a good investigator and a good communicator. Yes. yes. When you are deciding on what to bring to the party or to your date, mm-hmm. it's important to know what they like. Yeah. You have to be curious about yeah, what they want. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Become very curious. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come down to the following. If you're meeting one couple at their house yeah. or they're coming over to you or you're meeting them at a hotel... And it's a couple that you, you know, you're meeting or maybe you know them already. Right. It's going to be very easy to say, hey, bring a bottle of your favorite stuff. Exactly. We'll bring a bottle of our stuff. Yeah. And we'll you just share. share. Right. We'll bring a couple of mixers, some yeah. club soda or whatever. Easy day. Yeah. You're not having to play the guessing game. Right. <laughs> now, if it's a couple that you really don't know a lot about because you failed to do your reconnaissance mm-hmm. and you failed to be curious mm-hmm. and you failed to be a good investigator, right. then you're just going to have to bring a pretty good variety, right? Like right. everyone... Typically loves a margarita on the rocks. Uh, yeah. People generally love vodka mixed with something else. Exactly. So yeah. a couple cranberry juices, maybe some tonic, mm-hmm. maybe some club soda. Yep. Real, real simple. All right. Yes. So the idea here is that you want to tailor your bar to your audience. Right. Some people hate tequila. Yeah. Some people do not like vodka for their own reasons. Exactly. Yeah. And one pretty girl in Vegas on a recent trip, she said, dude, keep that vodka away from me. Uh-huh. If I drink vodka, I will fight you. Damn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember if, that. <laughs> if, don't, if you're drinking vodka, keep that drink away from me. Yeah. If I drink that, I will fight you. I know. Right? She's a cute petite little thing, too. Oh, yeah, dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> I was like, oh, do whatever you want. Please, yeah. <laughs> I have a domestic violence fantasy. <laughs> Not me doing the beating. No, I, I know. want someone else to beat me up. <laughs> but her drink was gin and tonic. And she fucking downed that shit, dude. She, oh, she drank yes. most of the... 
Sapphire. I, I love it. She's I'm a, happy she did. She's a girl after my she, own heart. She was naughty, dude. Yes. <laughs> and she was after my boot. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's a good country song. It's called Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off. Yeah. <laughs> I have that album. It's in a very old album by Joe Nichols. Uh-huh. And yeah. It's a really good song. It's funny a song. song. I encourage you guys to look it up on YouTube. Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off by Joe yeah. Nichols. Right. And the album is called Three, Number Three. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a really good song. You know, she drinks Patron and she comes home with a lampshade on her head. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that's now, true. that's not true all the time, though. Correct. Some people drink tequila. And re- what do most people say, sweetie, when you say, do you guys want to do a tequila shot? Some people are like, oh, no. Oh, keep that away from me. I can't do tequila. Like, right. they might have turned 21 and done a bunch of tequila shots with their friends and had a right. bad experience. Well, also, you know? the issue is kind of like cigars. When mm-hmm. you drink shitty liquor, like Cuervo Especial. Right. With caramel coloring mm-hmm. and the lowest quality booze and yeah. all that. It's going to make you queasy. It's going to make you sick, possibly. Yeah, and they haven't been exposed to a nice tequila. Casa Dragones. Yes. Or a really nice Casamigos or Avion. Yes, a fine tequila that you can sip and enjoy. A nice Don Julio 1942, perhaps. Oh, my God, yes. There's a lot of great tequilas out there that are not going to make you feel queasy. Sure. But a lot of people have assigned some bad memories. Exactly. So the trick is do not assume. Yes. Just because you like it. Doesn't mean everyone else is going to like it. Right. Well, there was another girl that told us that she can't drink tequila because it gives her migraines. Yeah. So she stuck to vodka, which is cool. I mean, most people will have one kind of drink and keep the same drink. Right. Their safety drink. Yeah. Some people won't mix either. Correct. So you're going to feel kind of silly if you brought a big old bar Mm -hmm. and that little pretty petite little chick says, "Um, I'm good with just vodka. And you're like, damn it. I brought like five bottles to try to impress her and she doesn't care. Right. You know what I mean? You could have just brought one big Tito's. Exactly. So that's why you always want to have a variety. Ask questions, guys. Yeah, exactly. Ask questions so you're not doing a bunch of work. Yeah. Be curious. Be a good investigator. And that's why we have basically three tiers of bars that we work with. Yeah, and there are three levels, level one, two, and three, that are going to work for you in a variety of situations. So let's talk about the level one bar. Now, this is a simple setup for a quick overnight at a hotel. Maybe you're just meeting one couple for a sexy hotel date. Maybe you're going to a house party for the evening for a few hours or a swing club for the night. And you don't need to bring a lot of alcohol with you. Now, what we usually do is bring two bottles of booze for our level one bar. One Tito's vodka, because vodka mixes with a lot of things, and a tequila, because people love to do shots. That's right. So, And we won't bring a cheapy tequila. No. It'll, and we will also won't bring a super fancy tequila. Right. It'll be a nice mid-grade, like a $50 bottle. Exactly. Or like a regular Don Julio or Avion Reposado, mm-hmm. something like that. Yes. You can sip it or you can mix it, and you're not going to feel stupid either way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to... A Tito's vodka, a bottle of tequila. We have a couple of mixers with us. If we're going to a hotel, like a right. pineapple juice, a couple cans of pineapple juice, a couple cranberries, maybe two sodas and club soda. When my lady says cranberry, mm-hmm. we're talking about the small juices. They're yes. like six ounces or eight ounces, yeah, little tiny ones. A little individual size. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't need to bring a lot with us because chances are the couple that we're meeting, they're going to bring their own stash and we're going to share. That's right. And if we're going to a swing club, they have mixers there. The so you typ- don't need to travel with exactly. a bunch of club soda and stuff. Yeah. So the typical swing club will provide free mixers right. when you go. So all you have to do is bring your choice bottle or two. So if we go to a swing club, we'll generally bring a vodka tequila, maybe some Fireball. Right. And sometimes we'll add some Jack Daniels. Yeah. So it'll be 
two or four bottles yes. right in there. And the reason why I bring in Jack Daniels sometimes is because I know they'll have Coca-Cola. And if we want to step out to the smoking patio yes. where you can have some wonderful conversations and make some great friends. Exactly. At a swing club or a house party, then typically I'll do a Jack and Coke. Right. Okay. Now, disclaimer here. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to smoke a cigar, mm-hmm. then having a Jack and Coke is okay. But Coca-Cola is a very smelly drink. Yes. So if I'm already smoking a cigar, it's no big deal. Exactly. Yeah. But I would not drink Jack and Coke as my go-to drink. Right. Because it's... It's going to fuck with your breath. It it messes with the pH. Yeah. Okay. And we'll talk in a little bit. I'll have you guys do a quick test. But um, some people think they have fresh breath and they don't. (laughs) <laughs> no, we'll yeah. talk about it. I know. Red Bull, know. when you you guys that mix Red Bull and vodka, oh yeah, your breath is funky, dude. <laughs> yes, it it's is. and and you're talking to people real close because you're inside the bar and it's loud, you, or you're inside the the party right. with all the music, uh-huh. and you're talking to them. You become a very close talker. <laughs> I don't want to strain your voice. <laughs> yeah, like like our voice is kind of fucked up right now, and oh, they're smelling yes. your breath. Yeah, and that could be the number one turnoff. Like everything about this person is nice, but damn it, something's going on with those intestines. Yeah. They don't realize that you're drinking Red Bull. It's a very funky smell. Any yeah. kind of energy drink, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So sometimes if we are going to do an energy drink, we'll drink it, we'll down it, mm-hmm. then we'll go brush our teeth, gargle, and drink a bunch of water, yes. and also follow it up with some mouthwash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of water. Yeah. <laughs> to get rid of the evidence. Yes. Right. I know. You guys, you have to have good hygiene. Right. And the types of drinks that we recommend you drink will leave your breath being more neutral neutral yeah yeah vodka soda doesn't it exactly never go wrong with that oh it's a clean drink vodka soda even gin even gin and tonic tonic's a little bit borderline a little strange flavor for some people you guys that mix sprite sprite is very smelly yes the thing is that these drinks have high sugar i know and the sugar transforms in your mouth and it's not pleasant right even if it's a diet version Oh, it's sometimes those are worse. Yeah. Because of the synthetic sweeteners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so if you are going to a house party, you may just be meeting a few couples there. Sometimes you'll know them. Sometimes they'll be brand new couples for you. But for a house party, you're generally just going to bring your choice bottles for you. Yeah. And if you meet somebody and they share with you, great. If not, you have your go-to drinks. Now, I want to mention something about the level one bar. It all fits in a small cooler. Right. So I, I like have a little a, igloo, but a tall version. Yes. The kind that is designed to fit a two liter soda in there. Correct. The tall one. That way you can fit your bottles of booze. Yeah. So let's say we're going to meet a couple at a hotel for a date night. We have a little igloo cooler, red or blue, and we have our two bottles of alcohol in there, a couple mixers, pineapple juice, cranberry juice, club soda. And then I put a few cups in there, like solo cups, straws. And an extra, like a plastic bag, heavy-duty plastic bag that I can use to go to the ice machine and bring ice back to the hotel room. So when we're in the hotel room, we pull everything out of the cooler. Now that cooler, we're going to fill it with ice because you can't rely on the ice bucket in the hotel room. And you need plenty of ice. So Exactly. Yeah. Now, I want to mention something about the cups. Yes. They're not always red solo cups. Right. Uh, We advise you guys to bring some clear cups. You may want to have a drink in the courtyard of the hotel or in their lobby. Yes. Now, a clear cup that's also made by Solo, but they're just clear. Sure. It's not going to attract a lot of attention. Right. It's going to seem like you bought it at the bar. And so you want some clear cups in your stash Mm -hmm. with some nice stir sticks so that you're good to go, whether you want to be at the pool, jacuzzi, use the facilities, and you're going to blend in. That's if you're at a hotel. Exactly. Right. If you're at a swing club or whatever, then our tumblers 
go inside our little tote bag. Yes. We have our either Starbucks tumblers. I think they're like 22 ounces or something, the big ones. Mm -hmm, Yeah, the large ones. Or our other ones by Reduce, the cold one. Yes. So we're usually drinking out of a tumbler Mm -hmm. at a swing club. Exactly. (laughs) Now, let's give you an example of a level two bar. And that is what we use when we're setting up our swinger playroom. So let's say we are at a hotel for the weekend. You know, this is the most common bar that you'll see in our pictures on our social media profiles when we're in Vegas and we set up our bar in our hotel room because it's perfect for entertaining during a weekend party or a hotel takeover. And if you've seen our pictures, yes, we overdo it, but we'd like to share drinks with our sexy friends and we might not even have anybody up to our hotel room. Right. And we don't drink that much either. Right. But the nice thing about having a little bit larger variety is that it can cater to your drinking mood during the day. You might be in the mood for a refreshing cocktail. Then yeah. later in the evening, maybe you want to do a couple shots. Right. If you're yeah. going to be at the pool yeah. or whatever. Right. So let's go over what we would include in a level two bar. Yeah. So we're going to start with the mixers and then we'll get into the alcohol. We have two cans of each soda, Coca-Cola, ginger ale, Sprite, and Squirt. And then uh, for our juices, we have four little cans of pineapple juice and two bottles of cranberry juice, the smaller individual sizes. We also have two Red Bulls and four bottles of water. So we really like symmetry when we're setting up our bar. It's really elegant looking. Face your labels. Yeah, exactly. Make everything straight and perfect. Right. Also, it's important to note that for the sodas, there are two on display, Mm -hmm. two of each. But there's probably a six pack of each hidden below inside the backup bags. Yes. But we only put two out so that it's it just looks pretty and it's not cluttered and it's not ugly. Right. And so And we also have one bottle of sweet and sour mix. And yeah. Then you can make margaritas yeah. or your Isis cucumber Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> With my cucumber vodka, sweet and sour yeah. mix and water. And we have a club soda and a tonic water. Yeah. The one liter size. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it all looks real perfect, real straight, real mm-hmm. pretty. And that's usually the par that we have with the level two and the level three bar. Right. Right. Yeah. Put a little bit out there. The rest is on standby behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's easily accessible. Yeah. We'll replenish it when the couple leaves Mm -hmm. or when we refresh the room. Then we'll make the bar look real pretty again. All right. (laughs) Now let's talk about the alcohol that's on display typically on a level two bar. Mm -hmm. And level two bar generally is like four to six bottles of booze. Yes. Okay. So give us the typical level two bar and what bottles we have out there. Okay. So we have a bottle of Tito's vodka and Avion tequila. Yeah, we have the reposado version. Yes. Which is not the silver and it's not the añejo. It's the middle one. Right. And so that's nice if you want to sip on tequila. It's good for both. It's good for mixing it into a margarita. Sure. Or some people do tequila and squirt. Yep. Right. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Or it's good to sip. Exactly. The quality is mid-grade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a bottle of peach vodka by Ciroc. Then there is a bottle of- Yeah, because I've been mixing that with pineapple juice. It's delicious. And then I also been mixing Ciroc peach with just club soda. Oh. It's a very clean drink. Just a little flavor it. and it's refreshing. Yes. And then we have a bottle of Bombay Sapphire Gin, a bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey, and then a bottle of Fireball whiskey. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun shots to yeah. take. So six bottles is a good level two bar. And then sometimes we'll also add a bottle of Kraken rum, which is a spiced rum. It's really tasty and people yeah. like it. Mix it with pineapple juice. Yeah. Or by itself. Mm-hmm. And I put it with one ice cube. Baby. Dang. <laughs> you don't want to water it down too right. much. <laughs> and then we have some flavored vodkas if we're in the mood for that. A Ciroc watermelon vodka, 
a Ciroc Summer Colada, which is like a pina colada that's very tasty, and then a cucumber vodka. Right. But these are not on display. Exactly. So we don't put them out there. I mean, again, we're not trying to make it look like, ooh, la la, what is this? <laughs> they're trying to fuck, I bet yeah. you. <laughs> like well, we yeah. mentioned in the past one, I bet you they're trying to fuck, honey. Look at all that shit they brought. It's like, you better believe it, dude. Right. <laughs> pop them bottles and pop them pussies. Hey. Yeah, come on now. Come on. Get with the program. Why you come here for? <laughs> No, so we don't <laughs> we don't put this big impressive bar up, okay? Mm. So the extra bottles of like the flavored fufu vodka, <laughs> right? Yeah, we we hide those because sometimes yes. during the day. By the way, these are lower in alcohol, mm-hmm. a little bit, and during the day we might fill our tumbler with some summer colada with some peach and just have a nice yeah. refreshing little spritzer right. with some soda water. But that's not really a go to drink unless they want it. Like if someone says, "Oh, I'd love to try that," yeah. I, oh, I'd love to try that spritzer. Exactly. Then it's right there and it's handy. Yes. And guess what? It fits in the same bag that we're going to carry anyway. Yep. So it's not like we're making this special trip or this level two bar. Mm-hmm. It all fits in one little Trader Joe's insulated bag. Oh, yeah. And we'll show you a picture of the bag so you yeah. can see what it looks like. Yeah. It protects the bottles and it's very easy to transport. Yeah. They're I, heavy duty. Yeah. I don't know why the guys that help us out with the luggage, they always say, oh, yeah. What you, what's in here? Oh, they know. They, uh, <laughs> we usually tell them, hey, tag this fragile. Fragile, yeah. And they do, they put a little tag on yeah. it. So that's our typical level two bar. Yes. The idea here is that you want to have a nice variety for symmetry. It looks pretty. And also, you know, your couple comes in and they might say something like, you know what? We've been drinking all day at mm-hmm. the pool. I really just need some energy. Let me crack open one of these Red Bulls. Right. Our immediate response is, have at it. This yeah. is your place. Yes. Drink whatever you want. Help Make yourself. any drink you want. Right. Now, big mistake that a lot of rookies will make, hmm. and I want to warn you about this, guys, is that you'll have a really awesome bar, and you'll stand in front of the bar, and you'll play bartender. It's probably right. the biggest mistake you can make, Yeah, because I want you to visualize something. You have a newbie couple in your room. Mm-hmm. Okay, They're already a little bit thrown off slightly, like yeah. maybe it's the first time they're in someone's room. Right. Maybe there's a little nervousness going on, and then you sit there, and you put them on the spot, and you say, okay, I'm your assigned bartender tonight. Mm-hmm. What are you having, yeah, madame? Right. And then it's going to take her some time to say, well, I don't know. What do you have here? Yeah. I, I like a lemon drop. Do you have fresh lemons? N- oh, shit. I don't no. have that. So you don't want to play bartender. Mm-hmm. So here's what you do. This is what we do. Yeah. We tell people, I'm drinking a peach vodka with some club soda. Mm-hmm. It's not sweet. It's very tasty. It has a nice little flavor. Try it. And then I'll give them a sip of my drink and yeah. they'll say, do you want one just like that? Otherwise, yes. have at it. Right. Pour whatever you want. Exactly. And then give them ownership of the bar. Right. Because number one, you don't want to be distracted making drinks. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. The other thing is that you want to involve them in the process. Sure. Okay. You're not the one making them intoxicated. Okay. Yes. You're giving them access and they're getting themselves. They're walking through the door. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like meet me halfway. Yeah. Right. Right. I brought you to the room. But now go ahead and make yourself whatever you like. Sure. And it's a beautiful thing because all of a sudden, you're, they're going to feel a really nice sensation of like, wow, this person's trusting me. Uh-huh. Dude, you know I pour three ounce uh, shots. Yeah, I have a and heavy you, hand. And you're going to say, have at it. <laughs> help yourself. In yes. fact, help us get rid of it because we don't want to travel with this stuff when we go back home. Exactly. All of a sudden, dream come true. Let them pour a, a three finger pour of vodka if they want. Right. And they're going to look at the bar like, hmm, kind of like they're going shopping. Like, oh, my God, I have so many choices. Yeah, we don't want them to see vodka tonic, this and that. Mm. Mm, Let them make the choice. Right. (laughs) Don't sit there and tell them, well, you know, here I can make you this and I can make you that. And I can make you Manhattan. I have this and I have cherries. Guys, none of that is important. Right. We have been in rooms 
mm-hmm. where someone in the room decides to play bartender. Yes. And they lose and they take their eyes away from the prize. Mm-hmm. They're playing bartender, looking for ice, looking for right. the umbrella, right. looking for the perfect dash of bitters, correct, and to make the martini with the dry vermouth and yeah. the Manhattan, right. and you know they're looking for all the stuff. When what they should be doing is manning the music, yep. manning the lights, giving them ownership, so you can go brush your teeth and rinse yes. your mouth, and, right. <laughs> and you're getting ready for the club sandwich, which inevitably comes next. Oh yeah, guys, let them make their own drinks. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is that if the woman insists that my husband makes a drink for her, sometimes he'll do that. Or sometimes I'll also jump in and make a drink for the man. They see us pouring the drink. They see us making it for them. So it's safe. Okay. They know that it just came straight from the bottles. We're drinking the same thing. Yeah. You're not putting a roofie in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're witnessing it. Exactly. Yeah. That's very important. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, for you guys who make your little elixir in a big ass jug of cranberry juice, but it's like a green thing that you made at home. Right. It's like a pre made margarita, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't come out of a margarita bottle. (laughs) Right. It's just this big thing that you made. That's sketchy. That's that's going to make people nervous. Yeah. Like, hey, would you like to try this margarita? And all of a sudden, you pull out this big bottle of Sunny Delight, dude. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> right, but it's not sunny delight. No it's not a D in there. It's not a beautiful orange color. Yeah, it's like this green concoction. I know. And you're like, oh, this is a margarita. <laughs> it has fresh lemons in it, yeah. and it's like, okay, yeah, I don't know, uh-huh. you know. So, guys, if it's sketchy, yeah, you're gonna make someone nervous. So, exactly. just be wary of that. I mean, <laughs> invest in an actual margarita bottle. Like Cuervo 1800 makes the pre-made margarita. Like in a yeah. level three bar, we'll talk about. We have sometimes a jalapeno margarita, a pineapple margarita, yeah, yeah. and we'll talk about that. But have it at least come out of an official <laughs> pre-mixed margarita <Right>. bottle, <laughs> not some fucking bottle of Fanta, exactly. right? Jarritos, <laughs> jarritos, tutti, tutti frutti, tutti frutti. <laughs> right? Yes, I love right. that. And it's so, some kind of lemon drop. Yeah. So there's yeah. a pro tip for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our level three bar. Now, this is the largest bar setup that we would bring out for a multi-day swinger party or a hotel takeover event. That's when you're going to be around hundreds of sexies. And during these events, we will bring a bunch of listeners back to our room at a time, 20, 30 people at a time to share drinks with them. So we need to have extra kinds of alcohol. Right, and a nice variety. Yeah, and a lot of backups. So... Now, you already know the par on the mixers, like two cans of Coke, two ginger ales, two Sprite, two Squirt, and then the four pineapples and two cranberry juices. And It's going to look the same. Exactly. The Red Bulls, the water, it's all the same. Yes. It's always the same. Exactly. So the only thing that changes is that we bring more alcohol bottles and we bring backups of everything. So, for instance, for the Coke, we might have a 12-pack of Coke. And then for the club soda, we might have five or six of the one liter bottles. And then for the Tito's vodka, because that's a very popular one, we might have the big 1.75 liter bottle as a backup. That's right. And then we can refill the, the smaller bottle because it's easier to pour from the smaller bottle. Exactly. I, I often, I've brought cases of the pineapple juice cans, case right. of water. Yeah. And all generally those- we have a case of water in, in the room. Yes. Yes. So we'll only put on display like four bottles. Yeah. And for the ice, we will bring a larger cooler with us. That we have also stocked with the alcohol. Yeah, with mixtures and stuff. Mm-hmm, for the transportation in the car. And we will fill that cooler once it's emptied with extra ice. Yeah, in bags. 
Yes. Ready to refill our other small ice igloo. Exactly. Yeah. So we, so we have, don't have to keep running back and forth right. to the ice machine. Yeah, because you you know you have twenty thirty people in your room, or maybe even five or six or eight guys. If you bring a group of five people, yeah, and they each make one drink, mm-hmm. and then they make another round of drinks. Yep, your ice is gone. Right. So do you really want to leave a bunch of strangers in your room while you go down the hall? I don't know. Not me. Uh, no, not, not me, me either. So I'd rather just go to my second igloo mm-hmm. and refill the ice right there on the fly without having to leave the room. Yes. Right. Right. And so let's talk about the alcohol that is present in a typical level three bar. Now, again, we're giving you a perspective when we do our listener meet and greets yes. for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So that this is when we bring a bunch of alcohol. Yeah. And my lady talks about bringing eight to 10, 12, up to 30 people at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Generally, it's a group of five to 10 people. Right. And then in between parties. That's when we'll have probably 30 to 50 people near our room. Right. And these people are coming in and out of our room and we're offering them drinks as well. We don't care. The more the merrier. Right. Now, it allows for conversation. Mm -hmm. It conveys to everyone in attendance. Hey, these are cool people. Yeah. They're generous people. They don't give a fuck. Right. (laughs) They're just nice people. Yeah. And it's all good. It's a nice gesture to it's offer nice. somebody a drink. And the truth is that we really don't want to bring that stuff back. Uh, yeah, right. uh, exactly. So let them drink it. Let's talk about the different types of booze that we normally have in a level three bar oh, yeah. that you guys can also use when you're going to have a gathering, like maybe a, a birthday party. Oh, sure. Or you're going to host a dinner party yep. and you're going to hire a bartender and the bartender says, what kind of drinks are you going to have? Yeah. I'm like, hey, I already know what I'm going to have. Yes. It's called the Level 3 Bar from the Priory <laughs> Society. And the bartender is going to show up and the bartender is going to say, damn, mm-hmm. dude, mm-hmm. where did you go to bartending school? Dang. Right? <laughs> yeah. You hang out at the Applebee's? No. <laughs> right? Are you sitting at the bar top on a Tuesday at 4 p.m. just waiting for the happy hour to start? Yeah, at the Abbey's. <laughs> That's how our country friends say it from Atlanta. You all want to go to Abbey's? <laughs> Take you to Abbey's. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so for the level three bar, here's what we bring. And this is besides the par of the mixers that we mentioned. So let me give you a list of the alcohol that we bring. We have four big bottles of the pre-made margarita mixes. They already have alcohol in them so they're ready right. to pour over ice and drink yep. and we bring a standard flavor a strawberry margarita a jalapeno margarita which is really tasty has a little kick to it and then a pineapple margarita yeah now those margarita mixes are very low in alcohol yes so what you have to do generally is to pour that over ice mm-hmm. leave a little bit of room mm-hmm. and then add a shot exactly then you have them drink it and you have them taste it. Hey, is that how is that? Does it need some more this and this and that? Right. Right. So now it's all of a sudden it's a custom cocktail. Exactly. And you know, they've taken ownership. It's kind of cool. You're interacting. Yes. <laughs> right. They know that you're working for them mm-hmm. to make it a good experience. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then if you make yourself one, because generally I match the woman. Yes. And then she'll also see me adding an extra shot to it. Right. So now we're equal. We're conspiring together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it, it actually works out really well. We also have a tequila that is good for taking shots and mixing with drinks. Right. So either it's going to be an avion reposado or something Mm -hmm. like that, a mid-grade one. Yep. And then we have a bottle of Fireball whiskey, which is great for shots. Oh, pro tip on the Fireball. Yeah. It's good to have it on ice. So like stuff that bottle in our secondary igloo Mm -hmm. and then pull out the bottle when we have guests come in so it's nice and chilled. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very tasty. It's really good when it's chilled. Yeah. (laughs) And we also have a bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey. Then 
the Kraken rum, which is a spiced rum, really delicious. Avion tequila or something on the little higher end. Right. Then the other one that's good for mixing. Exactly. Right. Um, we have a bottle of Bombay Sapphire gin. And then for vodkas, we have several bottles of vodka, including the standard Tito's vodka and a bunch of different flavored vodkas like a cucumber vodka, watermelon, a summer colada, a peach vodka. And on occasion, we've been known to bring like a black cherry or a green apple if we yeah, you have the bottles. Yeah, exactly. They don't take up a lot of space. Right. They're thin. They They're fit slim. right in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in addition to our par mixers, we will have like a big bottle of Bloody Mary mix. That's right. People love to drink Bloody Marys during the day or with brunch. So if we're hanging out by the pool, some people might ask for a Bloody Mary. Yeah. So that well, works I'll, out well. I'll usually make one for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What delicious. are you guys drinking? I got a Bloody Mary. You got a Bloody Mary? Yeah, dude. Come on over. I'll make you one. Yeah. Come on. Bring your husband. Right. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Bring your other friends. That could be your poly arrangement. I don't care. Sure. I mean, it's nothing more than a drink. Exactly. That's all it is. Right. You know, and then we're going to kick your ass out anyway. Yeah. It's just an interaction. Yeah. That's all it is, guys. It's so, harmless. Yeah. In addition to the Bloody Mary mix, we'll have our cranberry juice and, of course, our standard par for the mixers. And in case you missed what that is, it would be club soda, tonic water, sweet and sour mix, some sodas like Coke, Sprite, ginger ale, squirt, Red Bull, and pineapple juice. So that would yeah. complete our level three bar. Yeah. It's pretty cool uh, it's extensive it's amazing it's way overkill yes. like no one needs this i know we had this bar at dirty vegas 2018 that's right and people enjoyed it uh i mean yes. we gave a lot of drinks to a lot of people but that was my go-to drink was just a margarita a I standard know. margarita yep margarita on the rocks that's what yeah. i kept drinking the whole time <laughs> exactly. or jalapeno margarita mm-hmm. yeah that's it you got to be careful with the jalapeno margarita. If you're going to give a girl oral mm-hmm. or if you're going to suck a guy's dick yep. and you've been drinking spicy, yes. not cool, guys. Exactly. You got to really be careful with that. Yeah. Okay, so make sure you do some rinsing. <laughs> so vary that up. And we want to mention that there's nothing wrong with having a single bottle of vodka or a gallon of cranberry juice. Right. That may be your drink. Yeah. That may be all you like. Exactly. By the way, cranberry is smelly. It is smelly. It's too. very smelly. And yeah. it also makes your tongue very rough. Right. Ask anyone yeah. who's ever kissed someone that's drinking a vodka cranberry. Mm-hmm. It's smelly and it's interesting. Right. Not my go-to drink. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you can choose to keep it simple and just have the one bottle of vodka and gallon of cranberry juice on the counter of your brightly lit hotel room. That's but, fine. Yeah. It's just not our style. Right. So we also know- There's nothing wrong with it. That's true. If no. they want to keep it simple, there's nothing wrong with it. If that's your thing, then do it. Maybe they buy a lot of drinks at the bar. Yes. And they don't care about making drinks. That's right. And if you're that type of couple who says, I'm not going to go through this entire production. Right. I'm just going to take my sexy couple to the bar and buy them around. Exactly. Now, I can tell you right now, it's going to get very old, especially when you're going to these takeover events and they're charging you $17 per drink and you're buying every one of your potential couples two drinks. Right. That's going to get very old. And you have to wait in line. No, it's terrible. No. Yeah. So that's the reason why we don't do it. We want to make an environment. That dictates the following. We're going to our private space. We have a wonderful play space mm-hmm. and libations. Yes. There's no need to go anywhere else. That's right. We can stay here, have a conversation. Yeah. Everything you want is here. Right. And that's us. And that's them too. Yeah. <laughs> if we invited them over, mm-hmm. we probably want to do something. Uh, yeah. Right? Right. So all you have to do is once you're making drinks and once you're having a good time, mm-hmm. then you close those curtains. Yes. 
Now you have a private party space. Maybe mm-hmm. your party bulb is on. Maybe yes. it's not. But it's a cool environment. It's comfortable. It's uplifting. Right. It's a confidence booster. Yes. Music is flowing. Drinks are flowing. What else do you want, man? Oh. I mean, if you can't get laid in that environment, yeah. <laughs> you're going to need to start from episode one all over again. <laughs> Dude, if oh. you can't fuck with that setup, oh man, you're doing something else wrong. Okay, and exactly. we can help you with that. We right. we need to troubleshoot what's going on. But for the rest of you, yeah, that is going to make a huge difference in your closing ratio. I agree. So if your style is to just keep it simple and not do much for your room or to set up a bar, that's cool. What we do know is that how you do one thing is usually how you do everything in life. So we never want to be perceived as people who do as little as possible because yeah. we don't do the minimum. In the lifestyle, in our vanilla life, for work. Never. We always do our best to excel. Exactly. I have a pro tip. Can I mention something? Yeah, yeah. We talked a lot about smelly drinks. Yes. And a lot of people, I watch them do this. They exhale into their hand to test their breath. So they go like this. (laughs) They put their hand in front of them and they go. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Now, the problem with that Uh is that if you're near winds or higher conditioning, you're going to think your breath is fresh. So if you're going to do a breath test, you got to do the following. So I'm going to encourage you guys to do this test with me right now, (laughs) real time. Okay. Okay? Yes. Take your fist, your back of your hand, Mm -hmm. and you lick it. So you lick the back of your hand. Okay. Okay? Lick it. Okay. Let the oxygen hit it. Mm -hmm. Give it like three seconds. Then smell it. Okay? That's how your breath smells. (laughs) Okay? That is the true smell that other people are detecting. Right. That little, (sighs) that little puff Uh that you give, that's not your breath, man. (laughs) Okay? Uh Did you guys smell anything? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Right. Hopefully you didn't. I know. (laughs) But next time you have your favorite drink, like your tropical fruit juice with vodka. Yeah. Do that with your hand. Do the lick smell test. Exactly. Because that's what other people are smelling on your breath. That's right. And is that going to be a turn on or a turn off? Look, if you're both drinking the same thing, it doesn't matter. Right. But if you're just meeting someone for the first time and you decide to have your go-to drink because that's what you like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to ask you to perhaps modify what you like. Now, you don't have to do this, but- yeah. If you want to improve your closing ratio, you need to be more agreeable with the people who you want to interact with and persuade the people who you want to influence and the people who you want to invite back to your room. Now, you can be stubborn and you can say, I don't care, man. Mm -hmm. I drink what I drink. And if they don't like me, well, then fine. We're fine. We're not going to beg anyone. Exactly. At the end of the day, we still have each other. Right. And you can come up with all the different excuses you want. (laughs) We've heard them all. You know. But the reality is. If you would like to be more neutral, Mm -hmm. then you drink something neutral so that your breath isn't offensive. Right. And then once you're together, then you can go ahead and drink your smelly shit afterwards if that's what they choose to drink and you want to match them. Right. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. But again, it's the cologne effect. Yes. When you put five pumps of your favorite cologne Mm -hmm. on your body and then you walk into an environment, you're going to affect people. And a lot of times they may say like, oh my goodness, is there a skunk in here? Yes. And then you're going to say, oh, no, that's my Eternity by Calvin Klein. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they're going to say, dude, what is this, 1993? Who still wears Eternity? Right. (laughs) Who still wears Aqua de Gio? Dang. All right, check this out. (laughs) No, here's what I'm saying, guys. Mm -hmm. We're going to do an entire 
episode on this. Mm-hmm. It has to do with closing ratios. It comes yeah. from the sales term. Right. Now, you guys know we have a background in the seminar business. Now, some of the top sales trainers, the hardcore closers out there, yeah. these are our friends. Right. The pitchmen that are out there, they wear no cologne because they don't want anything to influence their closing ratio. That's right. Yeah. And if they're standing there selling something, remember, they're speaking on stage for 90 minutes, maybe one hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going to have to offer something to that audience. Yes. Now, they need to be as neutral as possible. Correct. Because if that cologne offends somebody or makes mm-hmm. someone's eyes water yeah. or makes someone itchy, it's going to mess with their closing ratio. Yeah. You cannot afford to have people get a different image of you because you decided to wear your eternity cologne right. from 1993. Yeah. So you might consider the following pro tip. Mm-hmm. Remain neutral. Yeah. Skip the cologne. Right. Skip the smelly drinks. Exactly. Because it is the cologne effect. Yes. That's all. Pro tip. Oh, yeah. Here's one of my pet peeves. If a guy or girl comes up to me and they have bad breath, whether it's from, you know, bad internals, they've got halitosis, or they've been drinking smelly drinks all day, that's a turnoff. Instant turnoff. I don't want to be around that. I don't want him kissing me. I don't want her kissing my husband. I can't go there mentally. I can't get in the mood for sexy time. It's a turnoff for you. Yeah. Even if they're physically like super attractive, super hot. Right. Bad breath. That's a boner killer. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So. Yeah, so stick with clean drinks. Stick with drinks that won't fuck with your breath. Vodka soda. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Seriously. I mean, we keep saying it, but it's true. Guys, take it or leave it. It's not the way. It's not the definitive path to right. success. It is simply a, a way. way. That's yeah. all it is. Mm-hmm. But So we did build a lot of value for setting up a sensual sanctuary. I mean, we're very passionate about it. We do it all the time. That's right. But here's the truth. You really don't need to do anything. Right. Okay. You guys, your results will be okay. Right. You don't do anything. Yeah, dude. Swinging existed before we came along. Swinging was around. Oh, man. Before we were born. Since the beginning of time. Yeah, exactly. Humans have been highly sexed. Oh, for for sure. For years, millions of years. I know. Before we had couples dating websites, somehow people found each other. There were wife swaps and orgies. Classified ads. Yeah, exactly. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Talk to some older swingers and they'll tell you. Yes. They had to respond to classified ads. Right. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. 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 So swinging has been around for a very long time. We didn't invent anything. No, we're just making it easier for you. Exactly. To get action. Yeah. But I want you guys to remember something. And I want to talk to the ladies for a moment. Ladies, remember that hot guy that you really liked when you were younger, maybe back in college? If you were going to make out with him, the venue, the lighting, it didn't matter much, right? I mean, you just wanted to get naughty with him, get your hands all over each other and you were horny and the small details like lighting, those didn't matter at all. I mean, if you went back to his place and he lived with a bunch of guys, you didn't care that he had sloppy roommates or that his side table was made from a bunch of stacked pizza boxes. That stuff didn't matter. It was just an amazing time because the focus was on each other and it was perfect no matter what the scene was. And on the flip side with the guys, I mean, they're the same thing, right? It's exactly the same. Yeah. If you think back, that girl that you really liked when you were younger, mm-hmm. talking to all the guys here, yeah, and she finally agreed to see you on a date, dude, you were just happy being accepted and having the opportunity to be near her. Right. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. You didn't care about sights, scents, sounds, right? Sensual sanctuary. No. <laughs> dude, maybe she didn't even have extraordinary cooking skills. Oh, right. But damn it, that macaroni and cheese that she made for you guys mm-hmm. was probably the best ever. <laughs> Delicious. And you wouldn't trade those experiences for anything. Exactly. So, so understand something here. 
when you're in a steamy encounter and you're transitioning to somebody's hotel room, so many of you, so many of us, we're just happy to be invited. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're brand new. Oh, my God. Dude, you're still amazed that anybody wants anything to do with you. Right. <laughs> you could give two shits about a scented candle at that moment. Exactly. You don't care about that. No. You don't care about a bar that's aligned with perfect symmetry, some mm-hmm. lights. Right. You don't care about any of that stuff. No, it doesn't matter. Dude, you just feel lucky that you are in a scenario that's sexy. Yeah. With somebody that finds you mildly attractive. Oh. So in that scenario, who cares about, you know, grand life stage, wonderful proscenium arch presentation for the audience, like we mentioned in the past episodes. Mm -hmm. Dude, you're happy to fuck anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Behind the mall. Dang. Right near the dumpsters. (laughs) Behind Sears. Right. You just want a dark corner somewhere. You don't care. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Right. (laughs) Guys, nobody needs a sensual sanctuary. That's all we're saying here. Right. And I'm actually speaking to the haters. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why we're gators. Dang. That we're gators for the haters. That's because you're a pimp. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh. nobody needs a badass room to have some really fun, naked time. Sure. You don't need it, guys. Yeah. But would you appreciate it if that naughty couple actually put in some effort? Would you appreciate your memories if those memories from college mm-hmm. and that person you really like, like yeah. my lady was saying, if maybe they had put a little bit more effort and then whenever you thought about those memories... When you sat there and reminisced, it would have a different level of intensity. Yes. And memories would be more vivid. Of course. If you were in a room that was beautifully lit and smelled wonderful and the room was tidy and all that. Mm -hmm. What we're saying here, guys, is that our listeners are grown-ass people. Oh, of course. Okay? You're not some kind of broke college grad. And even if you are, Mm -hmm. stuff that we're telling you to do, that we advise you to do, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Oh, no. When we were talking about what you need to bring with you and how long it takes, we talked about putting a little bit of effort, which means carrying a small tote bag with you that has a few lights, a candle, a little speaker and some alcohol, and then taking 10 to 15 minutes to set up a sexy scene. Yeah, exactly. So just a little bit of effort is going to help you make an amazing experience. So guys, at what point are you going to start elevating your experiences? When will you demand better from other people? It's up to you to start a trend. Become better yourselves and others will follow. So lead by example. Now, I want you guys to think about one of your past sexual experiences. Maybe one of the last one or two couples that you were with. Did they totally deck out the room and create a true sensual sanctuary for you? Probably not. I mean, I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah, Chances are no. Exactly. So you know that some people are totally fine with a sloppy hotel room. Some people just leave it 100% stock. Yeah. They don't do anything. And in fact, they turn all the lights on. Yes. Especially this happens with a lot of hot wife couples Mm -hmm. because these guys love to film. So they want bright. They want to take a bunch of pictures and video. They're taking pictures and all that. So we respect that, guys. Sure. You do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. If you want to keep it brightly lit like the inside of an auto zone, fine. (laughs) Right. Do what you want, man. Yeah. No big deal. Just know this. The average couple that doesn't play like that, that doesn't want to film and doesn't want you to take pictures of them, yeah. they would prefer to have the vibe that's similar to a nightclub. Yes. Which is why when you go to a nightclub, they don't have all their lights on. 
Yes. The big, bright, ugly, fluorescent ones. Exactly. That's only at 2 a.m. when they want you to leave. Right. <laughs> right? Right. They want to create that beautiful state. So yeah. again, we respect all scenarios. Oh, sure. And we're not telling you that this is the way, mm-hmm. the priori society way to do things. Yeah. We're telling you that it's just one way. Exactly. Take yeah. it or leave it. But if you take it, mm-hmm. I believe your chances are going to be great that your transitions will be improved mm-hmm. and you'll get a lot more peen and a lot more poo <laughs> out in the open environment. Right? right? Yeah. So when you think back on those experiences and those old memories, what if they did have at least an extra touch of sensuality? What if the couple you were with used some EFT strategy or some extra triple S knockout punch? Your experience would be better, right? Yeah. When you think about that memory, it's going to live just a little bit more vivid. Right. Yeah. A little we bit just more color, that. more detail. Definitely. Yeah. So our goal when we meet a new couple is to really showcase the best of the lifestyle with us as good stewards. I mean, whether you think of yourselves as ambassadors of the lifestyle or not. You are. You're influencing people. Yes. Automatically. With every action you make <laughs> or every action you don't make. You're still causing right. some kind of ripple effect. Yes. And people will be affected by it because they're near you mm-hmm. or they're in your room because you invited them. Sure. Right? Yeah. So it's going to be a great experience or an eh, okay experience. Mm-hmm. You yeah. choose, guys. Right. So it's up to us to raise the bar on experiences, not lower it. Yeah. Now, just ask around. I mean, <laughs> as people that have come to our hotel room, yeah. even if it was just for a drink during a listener meet and greet, so many people have told us that we ruin the lifestyle for them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard that a lot. They see our setup and they're like, shit. Yes. Who's going to measure up to this? I know. Who's going to do the same thing? Who's yeah. going to go out of their way and make me feel special? Exactly. Because we do bring an amazing room set up and we're very proud of that. We bring a great bar. We have awesome attitudes. We're a solid couple that's really in love. And when some friends experience the sensual sanctuary from us, a couple that cares deeply about how our guests feel when they're around us, they remember that. They really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Because our philosophy is that we want our friends to become better as a result of being around us. Yeah. And you have an opportunity to do that with everyone you meet in the lifestyle. Yeah. And I also want to mention, it's not because of a weird narcissistic, ooh, we're spectacular. Correct. We're awesome. Right. So everyone's going to be awesome because they're around us. Right. It's not about that. Yeah. It's the fact that we sincerely care about our experiences mm-hmm. and the experiences that other people have when they're near us. Oh, yeah. When they're hanging out with us. Of course. We care about it, man. We want it to be an awesome time and we value our friends. Yeah. We want the best for them. We control the outcome. We're directly involved. That's right. We have the chance to make it a wonderful experience or uh, an experience that is eh, Eh, forgettable. They're kind of nice people, but I don't know if I'd go back there. Right. Right. Yeah. So we're thinking you guys should ramp up your game. Mm -hmm. That's all we're saying. So here's a challenge for you guys. Try setting up a sensual sanctuary as often as you can. I mean, at this point, my husband and I have our sensual sanctuary go bag, basically, just packed all the time. Oh, yeah. So once you get all your items together, a couple light bulbs, candles, your bar, I mean, chances are you have a lot of your bar, which we're talking about today. You already have it at home. So my lady was saying for the challenge. Yes. Set up the sanctuary often. Mm-hmm. Do it all the time. Yeah. And if your results don't grow by 100% in terms of transitions and getting yeah. more peen and poon and <laughs> right. more P&D, then just go back to the bright fluorescent curly bulbs. Uh, yeah. Just go back to it. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the choice you're going to have to make. Exactly. 
Yeah. I think that you're going to have 100% results. I do too. An improvement. Yes. But otherwise, go ahead and go back to the look of a Hampton Inn with the smell of feet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, go back to normal. Right. <laughs> so here's a pro tip for you guys. And this has to do with taking a picture of your bar. Yeah. So once you have all your bottles lined up and you've completed your essential sanctuary. And the you- bottles are all symmetrical. Mm-hmm. All yep. the labels are faced. Yes. And you add your lighting. Mm-hmm. I'll put a link to the LED disc lights that we use. Yes. That we put on the tabletop or right. the counter. And then we put our bottles on top of those lights. Right. And it creates a nice lighting effect for the entire bar. Exactly. I'll put that in the show notes for this episode. Yeah. So once you've done all that, take a picture of your bar setup and then you can show that image to the friends you're meeting, the sexies out there, and you can use it like bait. Yeah. Sweetie, what do you say to people when you're showing them a picture of the bar? simple. I mean, I have several scripts, but generally I'll show them the picture and I'll say something like, hey, do you guys want to save 30 bucks? Don't buy (laughs) drinks at the bar. We have a bar in our room. Here it is. And then I'll flash the picture in full brightness on my phone. You guys, some of you walk around with your iPhones at 5% brightness. Your picture's not going to look good. So you need to turn up the brightness on your phone and make the picture shine Yeah, and say, this is a picture of a bar. This is here in our room. It's right down the hall. Yeah. Drinks on us. Let's go. And we'll come right back to the party. Exactly. So it'll be either that or if we're at the pool, we'll say something like, hey, we're going to go refill our drinks. That's our room right there where you see that light. Right. Where that party bulb is on or yeah. where that piñata is, which, by the way, we usually do stupid stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> at the Sturdy Vegas, we're going to hang a piñata in our patio. Yes. We have a, a poolside room. Right. <laughs> but we we'll usually say something like, we're about to go get a refill. Would you like to join us? Exactly. We'd love to have you come along. We could walk and talk and you could get a free drink from our room and then yeah. we'll just come right back. And that invitation is brought up once we've been chatting with them and we realize that we've hit it off. Correct. It's not a cold call. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't go up to random people saying, you, duck, duck, goose. Hey, you, follow me. We don't do that. This is usually once you're in an interaction and there's a certain level of attraction right? and you establish rapport and you feel inspired to invite them. Only then. It never happens just like that. Exactly. It's not something that we just uh, throw out there, these invites. Right. Yeah. I'll also say something like, hey, you're welcome to come to our room and we'll give you a VIP tour of our room. Yes. It's basically one rectangle with two beds. (laughs) But we have an amazing bar in there. Yes. (laughs) You're welcome to come over and raid our bar. Let's Mm -hmm. go make some margaritas, man. That's it. Let's go make some drinks. Or let's go do a shot. Mm -hmm. Hey, first round on us, but not that bar, that bar. And you point to our room. Yes. (laughs) So- the bonus is that now you have this draw to get a sexy couple back to your room exactly. or a group of people. Right, right. Right. Our thing is inviting groups. Mm-hmm. That's easier that way. So we've told many of our listeners, yes. take a picture of your bar setup yep. and then go ahead and spit your game to them. <laughs> yes. Hey, we have all kinds of drinks. Check out this pick. Got some margarita mix. Got some vodka. Got right. some this, it's that. And come on over and drink for free. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you can say whatever you like. The idea is that. The bar picture is the lure. And Mm -hmm. the bar picture is amazing because when they see it, they're going to know that you're not ordinary. Exactly. Number one, it looks beautiful, symmetrical, it's well-stocked. Yes. And when they equate that to how cool you are in person, now that became a no-brainer. Right. Hey, I was looking for an excuse to invite you back to our room, but since you just invited us to your room Mm -hmm. and you happen to have drinks, let's go. (laughs) Exactly. Lead the way. Right. (laughs) And they're just going to walk right back with you. That's it. And listen- We do takeaways all the time. So if we either invite someone or tell someone the following, Mm -hmm. hey, guys, we're going to go to our room to get a refill of drinks. Would you like to come with? Right. 
We'll go and come back in five minutes. Yeah. Let's go refresh our drinks. And if they say, oh, you know, we're cool. Okay, awesome. We'll leave and we won't come back to them. Exactly. So now they know they fucked up. Right. Because we left and we did not come back. Yes. And then we'll just go target someone else. Sure. We'll go hang out with someone else. Now I use the word target, but it's the truth. Yeah. Guys, you're sending out a tractor beam. Uh, yeah. And we'll just go and befriend someone else. Right. Now, because they declined our invitation for a drink does not mean that they're not interested. Right. It just meant that they were more comfortable staying during that invite. Right. And I don't interpret it as a rejection. No. I just figure you're lost, dude. Yeah, right? exactly. And then we'll go uh, spit game on someone else. It's very right. simple. Yeah. <laughs> so multiple ways of doing it. I encourage you to experiment with it. Send us your scripts. If you've said something that was cool and it worked really oh, sure. great for you, yeah. let us know so that we can uh, share it with the listeners. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so yeah, I hope that makes sense. That's great. Yeah. Let me take a bite of my Snickers. Mm. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Snickers really satisfying. That's the same one from the beginning. No. <laughs> I swear. You said I was going to eat like four to eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> this know? is the same one. I've, I ate half earlier and half now. Yes. Well, yeah. the beautiful thing is the sneakers are really satisfying, so you don't have to have a lot at one time. Oh, you're really hypnotized by those commercials. Oh, I do. I, I said sneakers the line exactly. satisfies. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. You said the exact same shit that they see on the commercials. I know. I know. I'm and, totally entranced. Guys, the whole thing about hypnosis, mm-hmm. people ask us, so you do hypnosis, you do hypnotherapy, you do yeah. NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Ooh la la, sha sha. Like, shut up, dude. <laughs> what we do is dehypnotize people. Yeah. Because most people are living in a society that is dominated by religion, politics, and massive advertising. Right. My lady just proved it to you right now. She said Snickers really satisfies. Yes. They don't. I'll eat 12 of those fucking things. <laughs> right. They don't satisfy. I know. It's a fucking slogan, dude. Yeah, exactly. All right, so. It's about how you perceive things, right? Absolutely. And it has to do with communication. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Communication is really important. And if you follow our advice in this three-part series, you're going to realize that we've done our best to communicate to you that putting a little effort, setting up your room, your bar, creating a sexy scene for your friends, it's going to convey to other people with 100% certainty that you care about yourself and that you care about them. You'll show more effort than most of the lifestylers out there, guaranteed. Now, as long as you've done your part in being a good person, uh, a good couple, as long as you're respectful people and you're great ambassadors to the lifestyle, you will continue to have better experiences with better people. You're going to elevate your experiences and elevate the types of people that you attract to you. Your lifestyle journey is going to be enhanced in every way. You will have more success than the average person that takes no action, right? They do yeah. the minimum, they're going to get minimum results. Yeah, your target sexies. They'll pull out their peen and their poon for you. <laughs> They'll put it on display. Okay. They'll put it in and lay it on the table. Mm. All right. And it'll happen often. Yes. It's great. Mm-hmm. But I do have a confession. Okay. Can I confess something to the listeners? Yeah, sure. Guys, here's the reason that we go above and beyond the call of duty when we're setting up our playroom and our sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. I need all the help I can get in the swinging lifestyle. That's the truth. Seriously. <laughs> no. no, I'm not joking around. We're known in the industry uh-huh. as a steering wheel couple. What? No, yes. we're not. Yes. Look, <laughs> oh my, God. my wife is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And you look at me. Uh-huh. I look like a reincarnated Aztec Indio. Guatemoc. Dang. Right? Like the, I look like the guy who's trying to sell you shit on the streets in Cancun. Oh, no. 
My lady's a nine. <laughs> I'm a one, two, or a three, depending on how bloated I am that day. Right? <laughs> yeah, yes. like if I had a Costco pizza that day. Or I know. <laughs> when a couple is considering playing with us, uh-huh. the other woman is automatically going to be taking one for the team. No. If she decides to play with me. Seriously. <laughs> Dude, every couple that we've been with, the opposite woman, uh-huh. she's taken one for their team uh-huh. every single time. Not every like, Seriously. <laughs> that's not true. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Steering wheel couple. Stupid. <laughs> Guys. I'm being serious. No, don't listen to him. Sweetie, you're amazing. And I know all the women that have been with you, dude, they are more than satisfied. You're my wife. Of course you're going to say that. Well, I know it's true for me and I know it's true for them because they tell me, my God, they're just very happy, all smiles. They have that blissful glow about them after a play date. So No, they've taken one for the team. (laughs) Guys, even if you're a steering wheel couple like us. Here, salud. (laughs) Cheers. Salud. (laughs) Hey, it's all good, man. I will take every pity fuck that comes my way. Hey, maybe over the oh my god, maybe over the course of the past two years, every yeah. time we've swapped, they've all been pity fucks. No, because of me. The girl's like, all right, whatever. Look at him, poor him. Let me boost his self esteem. Let me redeem him. Not true. Let me validate him. Let me help Eros out. And oh my, my self esteem is high, dude. Oh yeah, but it's very high. Still, check this out, man. I choose to think that these girls were actually attracted to me, and that the guy was attracted to you, right? Oh yeah, and we were attractive. As a unit. Yeah, I feel the same way. And not just because our awesome setup, but mm-hmm. because who we are as people. Right. And maybe it's all a lie, dude. I don't know. But it works. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the lie I'm telling myself, like, hey, it was us that attracted them, but maybe it was just the <laughs> sensual sanctuary that right. attracted them, right? Maybe they just wanted a drink. <laughs> they just wanted a free drink. And yeah. while they were, they were like, oh, fuck it. All He's right. here. His dick is hard. <laughs> Okay. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. I'll stay with you, Eros, in your sensual sanctuary, right? <laughs> Right? So we are living proof that the sensual sanctuary works. Works. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Dude, start knocking these socks off of your future playmates, man. Oh, yeah. You got to start setting up your rooms, right? Absolutely. Let's alter the lifestyle for the better. One couple at a time. Mm -hmm. One experience at a time. Yeah. It's going to be a great ripple effect. But it starts right here. It starts with you, Mm -hmm. with us, with all of our cool ass listeners. Yes. When we start putting in more effort, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful thing because you're going to come into contact with a lot more people than just my lady and I alone. Right. Okay. And you're representing this technology that we're teaching you here. Yeah. The technology is called, how do you call it, sweetie? The sensual what? The sensual sanctuary. And how did I say it in ninth grade with my lisp? The sensual sanctuary. God, no, I didn't. Not breathy like that, oh, man. I, I didn't on. talk all breathy okay. like that. <laughs> Wait, let me. Okay. You uh, you talk like I should be wearing a helmet, dude. No. <laughs> a football helmet. Okay, here. How about this? The sensual sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> you know they've been wanting yeah. to hear you do it. <laughs> Eros and Isis, sensual sanctuary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to our sensual sanctuary. What is your Pandora session? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a margarita? No, dude, look, we have some great episodes coming up for you guys. Sweetie, tell them about the episodes that we have coming up. My voice is a little jacked up. Yeah, yeah. So we just went to a large swinger event in Las Vegas called Fusion, and it was put on by three big producers. 
leading up to the event, we were in kick chats and we gathered all the questions and concerns from the newbies that were attending. Lots the event. of questions. Oh my God. A lot of fear-based questions. Yeah. They're going for the first time. They didn't know what to expect. So we're putting together a primer with important tips for attending your first swinger takeover party. Yeah. And this applies to Nadia and Nolens, plush parties and other functions with theme parties, things like that. Yeah. So we'll show you how to get your priorities in order so that you can maximize your time there right. and actually enjoy the event instead of stressing out about like insignificant things. Right. Put yeah. your priorities in order. Yeah. Because some of the people that were submitting questions in the kick chat, I was like, wait, you're worried about that? Right. Really? Like, come on, you guys. Dude, that is insignificant. Wait till you get there. You're going to learn a big lesson. So oh, yeah. we're going to share that stuff with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other episode we're working on? Uh, we are outlining an episode called The Soft Swap Conundrum. That's right. Because yeah. we were soft swap for about two weeks. Right. And then in that episode, we're going to tell you all about a sneaky character called Pull the Plug Peter. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He's out there. He He's exists lurking. in the lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> he exists in the lifestyle. We'll tell you all about him. Yeah. What's we, the, go ahead. Yeah. We also have several interviews coming your way. They've already been recorded, but we're just alternating topics so that you guys have a really good variety to listen to. Yeah. Maybe the next episode after this one will be an interview. Yeah, 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 good idea. And then we have an entire episode called Supreme Communication in Action, where we'll teach you some of our best scripts and methods for reaching out to couples and for sealing the deal, right? So yeah. we'll teach you the air traffic controller strategy. Yeah. And my husband is a pilot. I'm not sure if you guys knew that. But I do it for fun. Yeah. I don't do it for work. Right. And it's small planes, uh, single engine, Cessnas, Cirrus. Exactly. Small, light aircraft. Yeah. So the way that air traffic communications are conducted is absolutely critical to avoiding issues in the air or on the runway. And it's the same thing with the lifestyle. The better your openers are, the better the communication, the better quality experiences you're going to have. Yeah. And that in turn is going to attract higher quality couples to you guys, right? So you're going to have better experiences all around when you elevate your communication skills. So in closing, guys, please continue to support the podcast. Go give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And it's really simple for those of you with iPhones. Just open up the podcast app, find our show, The Priory Society Podcast, and scroll down a bit and you'll see the stars. So touch the last star that fills up all five stars. Yes. And it submits it anonymously. Yeah, and no one knows who you are. Yeah, exactly. We need those, by the way. Yeah, we do. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think our competitors, after our talk shit episode that we did, <laughs> yeah. when we talked about the other podcasters. The drama we had. I think they got yeah. a bunch of their buddies to go give us low ratings, seriously, because oh, yeah. yeah. they came all of a sudden. I believe that. Yeah. So we really need the five-star ratings so that we can elevate our podcast rating towards the five stars. Yeah, and when people look at our show at a glance, they'll say, oh, awesome, they're rated pretty yeah. damn high. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should listen. Yep. <laughs> and if you really want to help us, also write a few sentences while you're there and anonymously tell the world what your favorite parts of our show are and why people should listen. That's going to help us attract more listeners and get the word out there and help more people. All right. So yeah. we appreciate that, Sexies. Yeah, it's great. We had yeah. a good time in this episode and yeah. hopefully you did enjoy this three-part series. Oh, yeah. As we enjoyed putting it together for oh, you yeah. guys. <laughs> Looking forward to bringing you some wonderful episodes and mm -hmm. some fun episodes. Yes. Well, at least we'll have fun. Right. Right? Because <laughs> right. we're drinking. And exactly. <laughs> after all, we're a steering wheel couple. So who cares? <laughs> Okay, oh, woe is me. Salud, mi amor. Oh, salud, baby. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and say goodbye. We will talk to you all soon and see you on the next episode. Yeah, bye, sexies. Yeah, bye, guys.
Discover your pleasure.